the RHAP preseason interview series with the Survivor 35 players by Josh Wiggler is made possible by my heroes, the patrons of Rob as a podcast. Get exclusive RHAP content and get involved with our patron community by hustling over to Rob has a website dot com slash patron or by clicking the become a patron banner on Rob has a website dot com. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino and I am so excited for what we are about to begin. We are going to hear some interviews for the very first time with the cast of Survivor 35. Yes, the heroes, the healers, and the hustlers. And they were all recorded on location by this man, the MVP of the Survivor 35 preseason, and pretty much all the time. Please welcome back Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm tired. I'm tired, but let's hustle. Let's hustle. Let's be heroic. Let's heal people with our voices, and let's get to meet these peeps. I'm very excited for you all to finally meet the Season 35 people. I like these. Okay, well, let's just set up a little bit of what's going on. And you and I have not had a chance on the record to talk about Survivor 35 at all. So I'm very excited about this for the opportunity to dig into everything. Mike Bloom and I did our Survivor 35 kickoff special. But the other thing that people hopefully have heard by now was your epic narrative first person adventure going out to Fiji called First One Out, where you got the opportunity to talk to Jeff and talk to all of these players in search of who might be the first person kicked off the show. Yeah, really, really. uh, That's been fun. That's been fun. I've been looking forward to unleashing that on the world for a little while. Uh, I like to I like to go out on location and do something different every time, if possible. It felt like, uh, you know, I I like the epic long form preseason storytelling. uh, And I, I just wondered, like, could that be done in podcast form? And that was the bold experiment going out there to Fiji this time to see if like there could be some sort of uh, podcast project that I could come back with that might be entertaining for people. And it seems like it's working. It seems like people seem to enjoy it. So um, I've been very, very touched by the response. And uh, yeah, that journey continues. It's uh, The first episode is out there as you're listening to this. The second episode should be dropping imminently. Uh, and there will be a few more after that. And I think that it's a, it's a fun way to get to know these people. And I think it's a fun way to just experience Survivor. So Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. I'm having a good time making it with Taryn, who's just killing it on the edit. Yeah, kudos to you and to Taryn Armstrong. I've told you both separately that I think that you guys made something that is not just fun, but is actually uh, a work of art and a really exceptional job. If anybody hasn't listened to that, you are a crazy person for not listening <laughs> to that. Go to... You might be a crazy person for listening to it. It's going to be like a 10-hour epic when this whole thing is done. So uh, set aside some time if you can. You can hear all of that stuff where Josh is posting all of his Survivor podcasts and, and blogs and interviews at THR.com slash Survivor. That's the homepage for everything. And we're also we'll set up a place where you can listen on the website. I will post all of the first one out episodes on their own page. Go to Robin's website.com slash first one out. Spell it out. First one out. Awesome. Yeah. Really fun. Having a good time. And now, you know, that's like more of 
of like the kind of the formal setup. Survivor preseason project. This one's where we like we get a little goofy. I feel yeah. Like. This was me bringing a little bit of RHAP to the island. What we're about to get into. Yeah, and this is the one I feel like that people did not really know was coming because you had the opportunity to go out there and uh, you were going to have a lot of time with all of the different contestants, and you were nice enough to say some of this time let's use it for RHAP and you did something that you came up with survivor speed dating could you explain that concept yeah it was basically you know I I wanted to do a little thing that was going to be fun for RHAP at the time we didn't know yet what first one out was going to be and where that was going to exist and it's been very exciting that that's a partnership between RHAP and THR but I wanted to make sure that there was something very specifically RHAP that I was doing while I was out there so we got into a little bit of speed dating uh you know the the interviews that i did for first one out i feel like are a little bit more um you know insightful into their character and and where they come from and what their personality is like this was hopefully an attempt to kind of distill down how they're going to play survivor uh you know we are in the preseason right now rob this is the time where we we call our shots we make our predictions we want to lock in our winner picks and everything like that and so this is your opportunity to do that and i thought that speed dating would be a great way of getting into that. So, Rob, you hooked me up with a bunch of questions to ask these people. Uh, you, we will get into those questions shortly. And I made sure to ask every single one of the questions on the list to every single one of the contestants out there on Heroes, Healers and Hustlers. And these are the results. This is going to hopefully help inform the RHAP listening community as to who they should pick to be their winner, who they should stay the heck away from, all of that good stuff. And then you and I will get to do some running commentary over the interviews. Yeah. Some fun other things before we get into this. And of course, today we are going to do the first of the two interviews. We're going to have nine of these episodes in total. Josh, who are we going to hear from today? So we're going to do all of this in chronological order. Uh, we're going to go through every single contestant in the order that I spoke with everybody. Uh, so you are, you know, it's not going to be organized by uh, by tribe, which is how first one out is organized. It's not going to be organized in alphabetical order, which is how the contestants are organized within each first one out episode. We're going chronologically. So we're going to start with the first two people today that I got to speak with out in Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. Uh, and... It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We're going to start with uh, with the mountain climber. We're going to start with the wilderness therapy guide, Cole Metters, who up, up to this point is the only contestant from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers who hasn't been featured on First One Out yet. And so the other fun part of this is I have not heard any of this. So that was my request. I said, let's do this and I'll listen to it for the first time live. You are going to be hearing it for the first time, and I am going to be hearing it for the first time. And I'm presuming for the most part, Josh, you are going to be hearing this for the first time since you were in Fiji, right? Yeah, I haven't gone back and listened to this yet. Like when I went back and mined through the material for first one out, I just I time coded where the RHAP interview starts and where it ends. And I just had that as a separate thing that we would dig into once you and I got on the air. So, no, I haven't really revisited it yet. Uh, My recollection of it is 
a lot of people who didn't know what RHAP was. That's okay. So, That's okay. So, we are, so. look, at, at the very least that you are doing viral marketing by taking the word to these people who yeah. three weeks from now are going to be hanging on my every word. That's what I would, that, and I told them that. I made sure to let them know, like, oh, you might not know what it is now, but you will. You'll, you'll, you'll know. You'll know what this is. And of course, many people who did know what an RHAP was. A lot of people who, uh, who thought they knew what a survivor Rob was. I'm sure that uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have to reopen some of those. Uh, oh, is that Boston Rob wounds? I think we're going to get into a little bit of territory like that. I can handle it. I, and then I, for the first few interviews, I did try to like come up with a hashtag with everybody. It doesn't really take. Uh, I abandoned that fairly swiftly, but you're going to hear that in at least these two, and I think maybe the first six or so of these podcasts. And eventually, I I think it's once I get to Patrick Bolton in one of these later episodes, like yeah, this isn't working. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna ditch the hashtag. So eventually, you and I will have to start coming up with our own hashtags. But that's just a little bit of a cringe warning. It's gonna get a little cringy. And the other thing I wanted to do with these is I'm gonna leave our mics up. So you will hear us potentially reacting. We won't talk over anybody if we have anything that we want to say. Either of us will have the ability to say to stop. Josh, we have a safe word for when you want to stop the recording to comment on something. It should probably be an H word, right? Like, I feel like that's only appropriate given the theme. Help is help. uh, Well, (laughs) help makes it sound more dire. I, you know, going back to my West Coast rap roots, what about hold up? Yeah. And do you have to uh, follow that through with the hey? (laughs) Yeah. And that's another H word. So that's fine. (laughs) Hold up. Hey. And then that's that's That'll be my signal to know to stop the recording to stop. And I will also uh, give that to you if we need to stop at any point and react to something that was just said. And then uh, we will come back at the end and then talk about what we just heard. Okay, so that was a a lot of preamble for what we're about to hear. And so is there any further ado you would like to get into before we hear from Cole? I just have to get preamber out of my system, uh, and now and now we. That was a pre. That was preamber. That was yeah, that was right. that was from the Marquesas. That was preamber. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Cole Metters, the the wilderness therapy guide, the first person to sit across from me in my jungle cubicle out there in Fiji. This yeah. guy was massive, by the way. He's just like the most gigantic human being I've ever laid eyes upon. Yes. And just to, in case people are not intimately familiar with who these people are, uh, Cole is 24. He is a member of the Heroes Tribe, correct? That healers. Healers Tribe. Oh, healer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he heals yeah. people through his wilderness therapy. And uh, he can't stand lazy people who shirk responsibility. Is that a Wanda joke? I thought so. I don't remember if I asked him that. I don't think that I did. I think okay. that I, you know, I exhibited some restraint, but it definitely uh, caused me to raise an eyebrow or Okay. From Little Rock, Arkansas, here is Cole Metters. Cole, you are on Rob Has a Podcast right now. Do you know what Rob Has a Podcast is? Not entirely. Okay. You're going to find out what Rob Has a Podcast is because you're going to be on Survivor. It is a podcast that covers all things Survivor. There's like 7,000 different podcasts every week just to break down one episode. This is going to become your new obsession once you get off the beach. 
I plan on it being my obsession. So, so these are questions that are from Rob Sesternino, who is often considered the smartest player to never win. He is the host of this show. Uh, he played back. It's okay if you don't remember him. It's a long time ago, but you'll know who he is in a little while. So he has some questions, and we're going to do a little bit of Survivor speed dating. So why are you on Survivor? I'm on Survivor to push myself in places that I've never pushed before, uh, like emotionally and socially. And then I'm also on here to win a million dollars and do it ruthlessly. Who are you going to try to play like? I'm going to try to play like Spencer, Colby, and Cochran. Colby, which Colby? Colby won the first time he played or the last time he played? Because he was pretty doughy by the end. Colby won. Okay. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely Australia. So you wanna you wanna go full tilt at the challenges. You really wanna wanna be an asset. Yes, be there. a full physical threat, but also be an entirely social threat too. Cool. Uh, who's your least favorite survivor ever? Tony. Tony! Oh no, Cole, things were going so well between us. Why don't you like Tony? <laughs> He's just so there's like I feel like three typical kind of guys who win the show, and he was the kind that just causes chaos. Just stabs and lies wherever he goes, and he just annoyed the crap out of me so much. I don't know why. I just couldn't stand him. Maybe it was just his voice or just the way he was, but there was something about him that I just could not get behind. So you're da- you're not in on the chaos stuff. If, if you catch a whiff of chaos, whoever's causing that, that person's out. Right. Got it's, it. It's hard, too hard to control. Cool. Um, how do you plan to start? Boots on the ground. First day. What's your first day lo- looking like, ideally? First day, I just want to get to know people, start building like an actual friendship. Uh, not playing super hard on the first day. I feel like when someone plays really hard on the first day, people catch on to that, and it kind of puts a target on their back. Cool. Uh, how much time are you going to spend looking for the idol? On I'm a graded s- scale, like 1 to 10. It's like 10 being super Tony looking for the idols. I can't imagine that that's what you're or talking like tie, about. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm probably going to be a 6 to a 7. Okay. Yeah. Whenever they're not looking or someone's not paying attention, I'm going to be using that time to my advantage. Are you going to need a partner in that, or are you going to be doing that solo? Like, are you going to try to build trust enough with somebody who could give you some cover for something like that, or do you feel like that's something that should just be me? Finding the idol to begin with, just me, but if there's like a certain twist that goes with the idol, I might bring someone into it if I have a good enough alliance. Cool. Um, How much Survivor have you seen? I have seen almost all seasons one through eight. Okay. And then I came back and watched seasons about 27 through today. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Which is your favorite season? I honestly really love Millennials vs. Gen X. Yeah. It's a good that, season. It was an amazing season. I love Jay, too. Yeah. What did I you... really pulled for him to win. So were you were you bummed when he got the fake idol? You're not going to get bamboozled like that. I know. I was, oh, I was like, no, don't do it. Don't fall for it. Yeah. But he did. I was like, ah. That's embarrassing. We're but. coming back together because I'm a big Jay fan as well. So you're you're dissing Tony. I forgive you now because you're such a Jay fan. Oh, good. I'm glad. So we're okay. We're good. Um, what is the best advice you received before you came out here? Uh, don't take it too serious. Honestly, it's just like a lot of things in life and like my climbing. Once you lose that sense of humor, everything becomes hard and difficult and there's just no fun in it anymore. Yeah. What's the sneakiest thing you're willing to do? I think I would actually throw a challenge. Really? Yeah. Tell me why. If there's someone on my team that I really need gone, and I'm confident that I'm safe, or maybe I have an idol, I would throw the challenge and get the, and get rid of them. Interesting. So ju- you would feel like it would strengthen your tribe to go down one number if that one number is just, like, too loose. Right. Interesting. Um, what are other players going to dislike about you? 
I have a lot of energy, and I've heard that it gets on people's nerves occasionally because they're like, dude, just be pessimistic for once. Like, just slow down, take a breather. And I don't like to do that at all, so. Cool. Um, so why should people pick you to win? Why are you going to win this thing? Uh, because of my survival skills, already I have a, a foot up against everyone else. I'm a super likable guy. I love being around with other people, and I think that I'm a lot more intelligent than a lot of people will think I am. Cool. Give me a hashtag. Give me the hashtag that people should use uh, go. to pick here you to go. win. What is what is Team Cole? What are we going to go with? And let's be a little more original than hashtag Team Cole. <laughs> hmm. Hashtag unyielding. Hashtag unyielding? Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. Josh Wiggler, great job hashtag on location. unyielding. Unyielding. Yes. That's the, fir- the first of the self-generated hashtags. This is, uh, don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. All right. Let's talk about this a little bit. So Cole says that, one, uh, that he is going to be obsessed with uh, RHAP. That's the, the, the great part of this business model, Josh, is that at least every six months, I get 18 new listeners. <laughs> that's how you've been able that's, to grow. That's how I've been able to maintain <laughs> consistent growth yeah. year after year. So yeah, eighteen we, sets of ears <laughs> at a time. Yes, yes. <laughs> that being said, no. Uh, so I mean, Cole, I think that this he is who we thought he was. I, I think that this is uh, no major uh, surprises or curveballs for me here. Um, I thought that the, the the throwing the challenge thing was kind of interesting because he does strike me as somebody who is super physical, who is going to be that type who is just like so gung-ho about winning all of the competitions, winning all of the challenges, making sure the tribe is completely strong. So in terms of his answer to like the sneakiest thing that he was willing to do, I was a little bit thrown off by that. But I was also kind of impressed by it because I think that, you know, there are occasions where it can work out. Uh, so I, I thought that that was kind of interesting. And I, of course, was genuinely gutted when he said that Tony was right. his least favorite player of all time. But I thought that the throwing the challenge thing was sort of like in context was that if I I have Tony on my tribe. I'll throw right. a challenge to get rid of a person who is very sneaky and sort of like, you know, I'm such a good guy. If there is a bad guy on my team, I'd be willing to throw a challenge just to get rid of that person who's creating chaos in the group. Well, ask Mike Bloom, and it would seem that he does have at least Cloney on his tribe. So, <laughs> yes. you know, yeah, oh, that could be wonder. problems for <laughs> uh, for Cloney. Uh, he, in addition to hating Tony, he's the combination of Spencer, Colby, and Cochran. I don't necessarily know what that looks like. Uh, well, we gotta we gotta talk to wh- whoever it was for season twenty that put all of those faces together. Uh, <laughs> we gotta we gotta get like the the composite of what that guy looks like. But no, that was another thing that Cole talked about with me was that he is a he is a nerdier guy than you would give him credit for just by looking at him. And he was like a scrawnier guy when he was a young man, which is really hard to picture. Honestly, like you know, just like even looking at pictures and video of him, it doesn't get across just how massive this dude is like he looks like the hulk uh so for that guy to have ever been of a cochrane or spencer physique is kind of hard for me to wrap my head around but he claims that he is a nerd at heart he's a nerd at heart he did say he would like to bring a giant box of legos with him to the island so yeah, i guess yeah, we that, talked about that we talked about that yeah, yeah he's uh he's big into legos uh he would he would love to have some of those out there 
I th- I feel like I don't know how how does Lego sit with you as a luxury item? I mean, I think it's probably hours of fun uh, because that is the number one way I babysit my kids is by giving right. them a Tupperware full of Legos. So I definitely get it as a time consuming activity. But you know, I as an adult before I had kids, I did not have any use for Legos in my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, no Legos out there on the island as far as I'm aware. Can we beat the unyielding hashtag, Josh? The low bar to clear for sure. All right, so that is hashtag unyielding for... Unyielding. <laughs> yes. Maybe those are his yeah, house words. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House matters. Unyielding. unyielding. Always unyielding. Always unyielding. Yeah. Hates yeah. Tony. Those are the Hates house Tony. words. Of, yeah, of call matters and rhap obsessed the super rhap super fan yes yeah all right yeah, i don't know about this whole like his he's too energetic for people too like i feel like uh like that feels like a misdirect but all right why do you felt like he was low energy i was just like you know i think that he's like a very measured guy i think that he's like a very even keeled guy that's how he came across to me like i think that he's just like he's steady he's yeah. steady like i didn't feel like i would have a problem with him as a, as a too energetic guy but i don't know Get some get some soda pop in him, and maybe he's he's ready to go. <laughs> Hopefully, not like Mike Scoopin when he had the soda pop. He <laughs> Yo, had stop. too much. Stop. Walk stop, it back. Stop. Stop. Uh, stop Josh. Stop. Josh. That also, I think that Cole got some bad advice along the way when he talked about don't take it too seriously. Is the advice that he got for Survivor, which also applies to rock climbing, and I feel like you can't take rock climbing seriously enough. Yeah. No rock climbing. You got to take real seriously. Uh, Survivor, you ought to take seriously as well. I mean, have fun with it. You know, be a little light, be a little loose. uh, But you're not getting into nothing when you sign on for Survivor. You know, you're putting your body through the rigmarole. So Cole Metters, part of the Healers tribe. We'll see more from him this season. Before we get to our second person, Katrina, I just want to briefly mention for the first time on the podcast that we have a a lot of RHAP uh, tour dates. Uh, Stephen Fishback and I are going to be on the road quite a bit uh, during this season. And I wanted to get the word out so you guys have enough time to prepare. If you are in the Austin area, Austin, Texas, Stephen Fishback and I are going to be doing the know-it-alls for the first time in Texas. Yes. Wow. Wow. Are you going to have Austin Taylor there? Will Austin Cardi be showing up as well with his Kindle Fire? I hope so. I hope so. We'll see uh, who is around, but Stephen Fishback and I are going to be... I'm sure you'll be serving beans at the very least. No, no. That's a big mistake. Stephen Fishback and I are going to be there on December 6th, late into the season, probably down to what the uh, final seven or eight or that point should be a really, really fun night. For ticket information for that, you can go to Rob has a website site.com slash Austin KIA. Rob is website.com slash Austin KIA. We have uh, tickets available and then also hotel packages available if you want to stay at the Westin where we are doing the show. All that information is up at Rob is website.com slash Austin KIA. And then also, in addition, since we're coming to Texas with everything going on in the Houston area, Stephen and I are going to be donating a portion of the proceeds to the Hurricane Harvey Relief 
relief efforts going on there as well. The least we can do for all of the listeners that are in that area and affected. Hope that everybody is doing okay. I know that Houston is one of the bigger RHAP cities in terms of the number of people that listen to the podcast. It's in the top 10 actually in the world in terms of cities that have RHAP listeners. So lots of thoughts uh, going out to everybody there and uh, hope everybody is doing okay and are able to uh, come out and see us in Austin on December 6th. That's awesome. That's really, really great that you guys are doing that. All right. Well, let's talk about our Olympian, uh, Katrina Radke, who is, I think, a very interesting figure in this season. Why do you think Katrina is an interesting figure in this season? Uh, to be honest, I kind of thought on first blush that she was going to be a wacko and uh, she was going to be a, a not a serious contender. But the more I learn about her, I feel like that she might actually be a good player. OK, well, we're going to learn a lot about Katrina in a moment here. Katrina, on the Heroes Tribe, as you mentioned, an Olympian. She is an Olympic swimmer, former Olympic swimmer, swam in 1988's Olympics in Seoul, South Korea. Uh, she is a bundle of energy. She is a constellation, as Mad Dog would call her. I really enjoyed my conversation with Katrina. And she's going to come in hot. She's going to come in fast. You know, I think Katrina is going to be one of those people that either you're going to love Katrina or you're not going to be so in on Katrina. So excited to get your take on this interview. Okay, Katrina, just to reset, 46-year-old member of the Heroes Tribe. In addition to being an Olympian, I believe she also has a degree in sports psychology. Let's hear from Katrina. And if we need to, I was a little hesitant to stop during the first interview with Cole, but uh, I will will be a little less hesitant here with Katrina. Here we go. Yeah, hold, hold it up if you need. Okay, hold up, bro. Katrina, you're currently on Rob Has a Podcast. You know what Rob Has a Podcast is? Yes, it's a pleasure to meet you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Rob. I am, Ro- I am Rob Surrogate out here. I'm sorry. Uh, Rob- <laughs> yes. I'm Robbie. Well Rob- done, Rob. Robbie- <laughs> Robbie Funkhauser over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. That killed me the first time. <laughs> uh, Rob Sesternino is the host of Rob Has a Podcast. He played on Survivor. He was the third place finisher oh, on Rob. Survivor. The yes, Amazon. yes, yes, yes. If you do not listen to it yet, I guarantee you that you are going to be listening to and it. And he's married to Wait, the other Survivor contestant. To Nicole Delma. That's correct. That's right. No, that's Boston Rob you're thinking about. Oh, okay, yes. okay. So different Robs, but this Rob hosts a podcast. They cover, you know, like... Can you start over? No. <laughs> We're in. We're in. We're in. The world needs to know that you, you are not the first person to confuse Rob Sessionian over Boston Rob. So what, so what we're doing here is... Sorry, Rob. No, he's fine. He's a big boy. He can handle it. All right. So what we're doing here, this is a little bit of Survivor... Hold up. This should just be like... You, this should just be a show of you trying to explain to people who I am and, and what, what it is that I do. Uh, well, it's going to be a show. I think it's going to be, what, a nine-part series? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna be in this territory a lot. I don't think ever as memorably as that. I think that was the how best many one. sort of uh, materials and props you need to be like. Hey, here's a picture of this person. Who? What is he? Yes, he has a, a he he talks about Survivor. Wait, who? What? Yeah. He dating. He gave oh me a bunch God. of questions that he wanted me to ask everybody to help his listeners decide who should they pick as their winner this season. Okay. All right. So why are you on Survivor? Because I'm tenacious, charismatic, and I know how to play the, uh, the game because I'm an Olympic athlete, I'm a corporate executive, and I'm also a therapist, sports psychologist. So with all of those attributes that come with those things I've done, I know I can win this game. Cool. Um, who will you try to play like? Who from the past of Survivor are you going to try to emulate out here? Nobody. I'm going to be myself. Okay. 
Perfect. Who's your least favorite survivor ever? Whew. I don't know if I have a least favorite. Um, there was uh, maybe that professional basketball guy that threw all the rice and was really mean to Ty. I don't remember his name. Scott Pollard. I wouldn't say he was my <laughs> least favorite. I just think he went through a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like that kind of thing, though. You want to stay away from dumping the rice and Yeah, I mean, out come on, fire. play the game. Got it. Perfect. Um, how do you plan to start? Day one, you land on the beach. What's your ideal day one going to look like? We're going to build a shelter. Yeah. We're going to make sure I can start learning how to catch some fish and uh, go look for some coconuts and obviously look for the idol. Okay, so you're, lo- you're looking for the idol out here. You're planning on looking for the oh, idol. Yeah. This anticipates the, ne- the next question, which is, are you going to spend time looking for an idol? So, yes, I like to get up in the morning and do a little Qigong meditation, and I plan to do that earlier than maybe people are up yet. So they'll get used to me doing that, and then I can go look for it. Okay, so not right away you're going to establish a routine and then maybe you're gonna go looking yes perfect i love it um how much survivor have you seen before this podcast you were telling me that you've been watching from basically the start yes i've seen a lot of the shows and it's been really fun the last obviously my kids are you skipped survivor the amazon that's okay (laughs) that's all right rob doesn't care let it go josh let it go do you care do you care do you care you care a little bit it sounds like you care just a touch yeah, well, bottom line is it's been a blast to watch all the shows. It's a fascinating study of human development, uh, peak performance, people's group dynamics, everything. It's yeah. a great show. Um, what was the best advice you received before you came out here? From who? From anybody. <laughs> From anybody? Be yourself. Okay. Be yourself. And for me, keep my mouth shut. Did she talk to Butch? <laughs> Bel- no, uh, bel- believe wa- in yourself. <laughs> she didn't watch Survivor of the Amazon. Maybe she just had no idea who that guy was, okay. too. That would be crazy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that that's going to be a problem? Well, sometimes I can be very blunt. Uh-huh. And if I'm really tired and hungry, you just never know there. But I'm going to work on that. And uh, and the other big piece of advice is if I think if I take care of myself and uh, be mindful and stay present, I'm going to be I'm going to win this game. Cool. Um, what is the sneakiest thing that you are willing to do out here? Survivor can be a sneaky game. Oh, I can't tell you, right? Why, Why no, can't you tell no, me? Because it's been, it won't be sneaky no, anymore. No, but this is time capsule time. Oh, this is okay, like we're calling okay, our shots. Okay. We're predicting the future. <clears throat> the sneakiest thing that I'm going to do, I, I, you know, I'm very much into my intuition and follow my hunch in the moment. So I don't even know necessarily what my sneakiest thing is going to be, but I can guarantee you'll enjoy watching me on the show. Are you uh, a confident? Are you confident with lying and the manipulation and all of that? Are you feeling like you? You can do that out here in Survivor. I'm confident that I will be strategic in playing the game. I don't know um, whatever is needed to play the game within my own sense of self. I will do that. Cool, great. Um, what are other players going to dislike about you? Maybe I'm maybe that I'm too intense. But you know what? We have a lot of intense people out here, so I don't think that's going to be so bad. Okay, so you think the intensity won't be a big deal? No. So why should people pick you to win? Because I'm a blast, and I've gone through a lot of stuff in my life that, you know, I have a story that's very interesting. You know, I've been a champion at the world level, an Olympic athlete, and I've also gone through a serious chronic illness, and I've also, I'm a mom raising kids, and I love being around people, and I really believe that I can uh, really inspire others in my future as well. Cool. Uh, this is the moment where we develop a hashtag for you. Oh, you, know, you know what the oh, hashtags God, are all about uh-huh. these days. So we're gonna we're gonna do a Katrina hashtag. <laughs> what should people have as a hashtag if they're selecting Katrina to win Survivor? Awesome. Hashtag awesome. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> let's let's refine it. How about okay. hashtag Katrina is awesome? Okay, sure. We can Katrina's go awesome. Or yeah, something like that. Something like that. That's pretty good. Getting the truth out of people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it works. It works. It works. <laughs> Hashtag getting the truth out of people, LOL, I think is going to be the win. I think that's what we got to go with. What? (laughs) Not hashtag Katrina is awesome? Hashtag Katrina is awesome. Hashtag getting the truth out of people, LOL. 
whichever yeah. one you prefer. Okay, so can I revise any of my earlier statements? <laughs> <laughs> Katrina is a blast. Katrina as is a blast. She says, but I feel like the people that are a blast don't need to tell you they're a blast. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the kind like if you're cool, you're just cool. Like yeah. you just emanate coolness. I think it's along the lines coolness. of like, oh no, no, I am funny. I am funny. Trust me. So, uh-huh. yeah, I, I, I'm worried about Katrina now. I, I am worried yeah. about her as a uh, person that I feel like that in the tribe that she's in. I feel like that uh, I could see her, especially being uh, the older person in that group. I mean, I think that that group is going to be the most safe from tribal council in terms of just being uh, physically dominant. But uh, I'm a little worried about her fitting in now after hearing that. Yeah, I mean, she says she doesn't think her intensity is going to be an issue and there are a lot of intense people out there with her. Uh, you would disagree, I, I would assume. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> it works, it works. <laughs> oh my God, but it was a pleasure to meet you, Rob. Yeah, well, thank you very much. No, I mean, she's fun and I, I feel like to me, after hearing that, that sounds more like a person that is a standout pre-merge personality and impression in the evolution of strategy than a person uh-huh. that I see as the winner <laughs> of Survivor 35. Like I have two years oh from now, God. I feel like me and you are talking about, uh, you know, uh, Katrina and, uh, you know, uh, hashtag Katrina is awesome. But I'm not feeling it in terms of uh, winner vibes. Yeah. So you're thinking Katrina is going to be a really great volume four character. Like she is going to be like the new Papa Bear. Volume four part two. Yeah. I think that she's going to be <laughs> dominant. That she's going to be uh, killing it right there. So, All right. So, we'll those, see. so those, those are the first two we've got. Uh, we've got Cole. We've got Katrina. We'll get into the rest of them as we push on through our RHAP speed data here but in terms of these two sounds like you would put cole ahead of katrina in your winner predictions well i kind of view them as exact opposites i feel like that cole i think sounds like he could be a ho-hum tv character but definitely an end game player unless he screws something up terribly katrina to me looks like she is going to be dynamite television i can't wait to watch her on the show but i worry about her making a deep run into the game all right so right now if i think this would be fun if we can like track this as we're going through and like just like kind of like position everybody for you you would say right now cole won katrina two. yes okay so, okay. so you want well, we'll oh, so I'm I'm going to do preseason power rankings. Yeah, I think that's fun, right? Let's get that. Let's get that on the record. Sure, Why not? This sure. is an easy wow, way of this doing is like it. So a right. TOS, and then you could really yeah. nitpick my rankings also. Okay, so right now we've got Cole 1, Katrina 2, the rest TBD. Coming up next, we've got, a, we've got a fun one. We've got a fun one coming up next, I think. Why? Who's coming up in episode number two? We've got another, another case of uh, another duality on its way. We've got the firefighter J.P. Hilsebeck was the third person I spoke to of all of the heroes, healers, and hustlers, followed by Ryan Ulrich. That's Ulrich, not Ulrich for everybody who is confused about how to pronounce his last name. He wants to make it very clear that it's Ulrich and not Ulrich. Uh, you've gotten one corner... A super duper fan, and in the other corner, 
Maybe not so much. All right. Looking forward to that. Make sure you don't miss any of our coverage when you're subscribed to the podcast. Go to robinswebsite.com slash iTunes. And we really appreciate your feedback and your star ratings here at the start of the season. Don't miss anything Josh Wiggler is doing for THR with all of the coverage that you've been putting out. I mean, that you really went right into a million Game of Thrones pieces into a million Survivor pieces with uh, now only a, a couple hundred Game of Thrones pieces. Pieces, uh, to boot with that. <laughs> so first, follow Josh on Twitter. He's at Round Howard, and then check out all of his Survivor coverage. Are we daily at this point, Josh? Yeah, it's going to be almost daily. Uh, I think uh, Sundays will be days of rest, indeed. Okay. Uh, so n- nothing on Sunday bird quests, but uh, every other day of the week, you will have a new story. THR.com slash Survivor. Looking forward to reading your comments on Robinswebsite.com, and be sure to check out the uh, next edition of First One Out coming up on Thursday. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) It works. It works. It works.